They may have retired their party girl hats, but they are still popping the bubbles. Each week, they invite you to hang out and join in on belly laughs as they figure out this crazy life of juggling relatable struggles as moms. So go ahead, pour a glass of your favorite wine because it's time to pump and dump. Here's your crazy hosts, Maggie and Julie. Hey guys, welcome back to episode four. It is your weekly pump and dump with Julie and Maggie. Hello, hello. Can't believe we're on episode five. I know. We only said we were doing 10, so we're halfway there. I know. It's kind of bittersweet. I feel like the season's already over. The fans are sad. (laughs) No, no. I feel like if we tell people that we're ending in five episodes, they're going to be sad and they're going to say, we got to keep going. So we got to figure it. We got to figure it out because five more weeks, you're still like, the baby's not going to be here yet. So I think we I think we need to continue until you have the baby and then we'll figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. I think we were trying to time it up as far as like where we were going to be in raising our kids. And why did we think in like five weeks I was going to be having a newborn? I pray to God that's not the case. Well, I don't know how to do math. I'm like, I I was telling somebody that the other day that we were only doing five more episodes Mm -hmm. that was going to line up with the time you're pregnant. And it was Leah. She was like, you, you know, she's due in October, right? (laughs) Oh my heavens. Okay. I feel like we have to address the biggest elephant in the room, which is the fact that my backgrounds change each week. So this week, you guys, I'm in my parents' home for like the next couple of days. And this is our like awkward transition period. So I'm recording from my childhood bedroom. It's completely grayed out. We've got no color in this room. It's Okay, but that's not what your room looked like when you were a child, right? No, 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 no. So this is like the more mature version that my mom like tried to put together as an okay. as me as an adult. But growing up, I had a neon green room, an aquarium room. Like my room was completely blue with a huge like whale mural cool. dolphins jumping over my bed. The I think that was- our parents <laughs> let us do is crazy. I had I had half orange and half purple. So it was like the room was split in half within a pink bedspread. <laughs> That's hideous. Thinking. Honestly, I feel like parents back in the day were so lenient in terms of like decor. Cause I guess they just didn't think anyone was going to go in the children's room, but yeah. me as a mom, and I feel like you're this way too. My kid's room is going to be so chic, so classy, no toys on the floor. Like, well, and it's funny. I feel like my style is already changing. Like we did this room for Tipton, which I tried to pick out the subtle green and it's mm-hmm. very, it's lime green, which I'm sometimes a little embarrassed about. It's I'm not like, very lime. It's no. not lime. Mm, okay. Well, I guess when I see it all the time, you know, when you just look at something too much and you have this idea of how awesome it's going to be, it is cute. It's got the giraffe in the corner, but mm-hmm. like I'm already ready and he's only nine months. I'm already ready to change it. I kind of want to do like a baseball th- theme room or something. Oh, that's cute. That's yeah, really I just cute. feel like, and maybe when he, they're like eight or so, when they have their own style, we'll let them do stuff. But like my dad, their kids, so they're, they, they're about to turn 13. They have like an interior designer come in there and it's literally, it's like the chicest, coolest room that like I want for myself. Like, right. No way would that have been the style when we were 13. Well, when do you change your, your, the baby's room after their baby? Cause they're, when they're two, I feel like when they go into the, like their bed, which can be right when they're three or two and a half, three. Okay. I don't know. My brother took his kids out of their crib, like super young at like, I want to say like 15 months. He put really? them in a, yeah. Which I think is, I think is too young. I don't, Trial I really, and error. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're just like hearing thuds every night, like <laughs> bowling balls falling on the ground. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So I think that it will be whenever he transitions into the big boy bed, we'll change it. I don't know. His room is kind of cuter than ours. I actually feel like nowadays people go into the kids room more than the parents room. Like Sean has this weird thing. He doesn't go into people's master beds. He's like, yeah. that's where their private time is. He's like, I don't want to go in there. When I was showing him my dad's house touring, he's like, I'm not going in their room. Like, that's weird. I think it's like an unspoken rule. Don't step foot in the master, anyone's master. But me, I feel, I don't feel that way when I visit other people's home. Cause I want to see everything. I'm like, show me everything. So you maybe also, it's like a little okay. bit of invasion of privacy, but yeah. I'm just nosy. Well, cause I was going to say when you came out here and your friends were here, you were like, let me show you guys around Maggie's house. And you like <laughs> took them into my bedroom. I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, there's not like anything private. It's all hidden away. Right. But it is funny. I feel like that's like, that is like the place where you don't take guests. Yeah. Well, you know, whoopsie. (laughs) Whoops. Well, it's cool that you're in your room. When you said you were in your childhood room, I think I was imagining like a purple wall with, I don't know, Britney Spears still hanging on the, you know, some people do keep their like the, their parents when they go off to college or whatever, they don't touch the room. Okay. Well, I will be really honest with you I was a huge Pokemon fan grow as a as a child like I still no, have all my po- not I was I was a hu- okay I grew up with two brothers so okay I was like a tomboy anyways in my closet I have this like 12 foot poster up in my wall um, in my uh-huh. closet wall of every single Pokemon it's still in there wow just, yeah I don't know okay so I don't know anything about Pokemon so I guess I can't give it too hard of a time yeah but we've always talked about like if we knew each other in elementary school would we be friends and I'm pretty sure we talk about this that we crossed paths we both went to the Britney Spears concert yeah third grade do you remember what you were wearing oh gosh I think I was wearing a Britney Spears white t-shirt because I went with my friend me and my Uh friend were like crazy Britney Spears fan and back in the day they had those like bell-bottom jeans that had the patches yes that's what I was wearing well I have a vivid memory of that and so mine was on a school night, which first of all was controversial. Then my, um, my dad's ex-wife took us, yeah, which was also super controversial because she bought the tickets, didn't tell my mom about it. And then like surprised me, which then it's like, okay, well, obviously she's got to go. Like you can't break the girl's heart. She's obsessed with Britney Spears. I wore pleather pants with a red, were they red? No, they were black. Come on oh, now. Come on. What? No, from the, from the, oops, I did it again. Oh, oh gosh. No, I couldn't pull that off. I was a chubby little girl. Um, pleather black pants with a cheetah jacket, probably some clogs. I remember clogs okay. being a big thing. But then one of the best things I think I've ever said in my life was when I went to the Britney Spears concert sitting in the nosebleeds, like you couldn't see her without binoculars. We had to use the people (laughs) beside us binoculars. And I like took a deep breath. Actually, I was sitting down and was like, I can't believe I'm breathing her air. Like I was crying for the first five songs. My stepmom, I I took my cousin. They were like, what have we done? I thought she was going to be so happy, but I was so happy that I was crying. I couldn't wrap my head around. I was breathing the same air Britney Spears was breathing. You're overwhelmed. Well, she was like such a pop star back then. I mean, even to this day, I would, if she was still performing in Vegas, I would go see her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would too. It very well could be a trainer. I mean, we've seen a lot of her clips on Instagram and it's like, is she okay? We're not, we're not. Is she okay? I don't, I just want to give her a hug. Like I did watch the documentary and I will say, I thought I was a Britney Spears fan. And then there are some like 
oh, you need to get a life kind of fans. Like yeah. why are people skipping work for like for to go protest her? It's a little intent, but yeah, I just, I just hope she's okay. Free Brittany. I'm just going to end it with that. Okay. So I think that we should go ahead and get into our pump and dumps. Okay. So I will start. I feel like I had a pretty good week overall. Um, so I don't have this like one defining pump moment. Sean yeah. and I had a really good Friday night. We just ended up watching some old Richard Gere movie. Um, I don't know. We watched a movie laid on the floor, made a pallet. We, we had a lot of fun. And then we actually ended the night with watching our video from last, from last week. And it's so awkward to watch, to watch ourselves. So he was having fun watching it and I'm like playing on my phone, cringing, but we had a good week. My dump is honestly just sometimes being an adult sucks, right? There, there are parts of being an adult, which are great. But it being tax season, mm, let me mm. just say that the couch that I wanted, I will no longer be purchasing because that money is going straight to the government. My taxes got filed mm -hmm. wrong. And there was like some, I don't even know how it works. They were being filed wrong. I had like three exemptions or something. I'm, I don't know. So now I end up owing the government lots of money. There was an error made on my taxes and so we annoying. were so confident we were getting a lot of money back, but because there was some like filing error, our company switched who they were using to file taxes. So mm -hmm. there was just like a computer error and maybe it's on me. I should have caught it, but there are certain parts about being an adult, which are awesome. And then you have moments like that when you owe the government said lots of money and it sucks. That's so irritating because you're saying like, it could be on your part, but it could be on the companies. I feel like 90% of the people, okay. I'm just making this number up. Okay. Don't look at their pay stubs. I know. Like I'm sure if you looked at your pay stub, you could have been like, oh, this is weird. But who looks honestly at their pay stub? I mean, this maybe sounds naive, but I thought I was making more money. Like I did. I mean, I am making more money than I was last year. Yeah. So I thought that that was just why I was getting more money on my paychecks, but I don't know. It's probably user error on my fault. I should have been looking. It's one of those like lesson learned things. And yeah. then it's one of those things like, there's literally nothing I can do. Like I can't fight it. It's their money. I got to mm -hmm. give it back. Yeah. It just sucks. Do you have to pay it all at once? So we paid like a, like a deposit towards yeah. it because we're filing an extension. Okay. Um, so there's a little bit of it that we're paying and well, that's know. good that they'll allow that. Cause, cause then you're not like, I mean, you're shocked. So it's not like you have to dump all this money all at once right. and then kind of be like, well, dang, right. you know, we were going to put a lot of that towards all of our new furniture. I really had my, my eyes set on this blue suede couch, which I don't think that's practical for my life anyways, right now with Tipton about to have like sippy cups. I just, I'm ready to change, revamp our living uh -huh. room. And now this is now I can't. Well, that I'm, I'm really sorry for you. I, I hate okay. that for you. All you, right. you said that. And then you were like, you might want to look at your paychecks. And I was like, I can't deal with that stress. Right I know. Now. I know. And that's <laughs> so good. This is so embarrassing. I used to have, this is y'all, this is bad. I used to have this black box that I just kept bills in and stuff. And I just like, wouldn't look at them because it's stressing out so much. And oh then gosh. I had like, <laughs> So That's bad. anxiety in a black box. It is anxiety. And so I wouldn't open it. And then it just kept getting worse. And then this is probably like, honestly, this is probably when my anxiety was super bad, like two years ago. And then I was like, I just got to open the box. And I went through like all these bills and there was like stuff that I hadn't been paying. And this was right before Sean and I were about to get married. So I'm like, if there's anything like any debt hanging out there, I should get that taken care of. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I told, I told a friend that I had this black box and she was like, you like should really do something about that. Oh my I'm like, gosh. 
it was my black box of secrets. I just put stuff in there. I didn't want to look at. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine if it was like all these bills that was like attached to your credit and like all these years, your credit was just getting dinged. Thank goodness that wasn't the case, but oh my gosh, that's like adulting. And you're just pushing everything to the side. I'll deal with this later. And then I am not a good adult builds up. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. I need help. Positive spin on adulting is you get to do fun things like um, having a podcast with your best friend. And so I'll say one of my pumps, Julie, thank you so much for this awesome mug. Time to pump and dump. I got a mug in the mail. I got this cool mouse pad in the mail. And then when I posted it, I got some awesome feedback. People like want the merch. They want the merch. Okay. So this was like kind of a very last minute gift because with moving and everything, I obviously didn't forget your birthday, but the planning out your gift had kind of fallen down on my list. And then I was like, what do you get the girl who already has everything? So that's kind. This just kind of popped. (laughs) This just like came to, and I was like, oh my gosh, we should have some pump and dump merch. So I got us matching mouse pads and mugs. I was going to get you a champagne glass because obviously you're going to be drinking champagne on some or most episodes, but the coffee, it's black coffee today. Yeah. The coffee just kind of seemed like a more, you know, everyday item that you'll use because who says that you can't put champagne in your coffee glass or little Bailey's in your coffee. You know what? I actually don't like that. that, that I'm very weird about my flavors. I think coffee and alcohol are two separate things. Why combine them? I'm weird like that. Like I don't think, yeah, things that don't like, like a dessert with um, fruit. No, that doesn't go together. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate with mint that doesn't go together. Like I'm very weird. It can't, it can't go together, but I will say, I think great minds think alike because when we started the podcast, I wanted to get you like a um, cheers for starting a podcast together. And I was going to get you something like this too. So you beat me to the punch. I absolutely love it. I'm excited for you to get yours in the mail. Well, it's adorable. I'm seriously, so seriously cute. obsessing it. I'm thinking like, let's make some cute t-shirts. That's literally how you get your, your brand name out there. We just start wearing our merch on our yes. everyday attire, your hats, your t-shirts and people will ask questions like, Oh, what is that? Well, those, those logo t-shirts are coming back. Like the band t-shirts are really big right now. So if yeah. we got something cute, just like the little print on the boob, which is goes with pump and dump True. Just a little logo True. right over our boob hides the leak hides. the Oh my gosh. <laughs> hides the leak. <laughs> that will happen. Oh man. Okay. I'm going to roll right into mine. So I also too had a very good week. I'm going to go ahead and say that my pump is, um, if those of you are watching the YouTube, my hair is noticeably shorter. So when I got here to my parents on Thursday, I came in town to visit my grandmother who's from Texas and we're having a baby shower. My hair was like down past my boob. And I normally really like long hair, but when it gets too long, it's too heavy for me to wear it straight. And it just looks super flat. So I woke up on Friday, my dad was making all the food for our shower on Saturday. And I literally looked at him and I said, dad, can you please pause for a sec? I need to ask you a serious question. He turns around. I had the scissors in my hand and I snipped my hair and I said, can you cut my hair for me? This is the length that I want it. And he just sat there and was like, um, okay, well, it's too late now for you to, to go back on it. So he literally in the kitchen just cut my hair all the way around. And it honestly does not look bad. Okay. It looks really good right now. I have a couple of follow-up questions because that was very bold. Did you 
just like a crazy person just cut it without looking in the mirror? Had you looked in the mirror before knowing where you were going to cut it? Yeah. Yeah. I had looked right before and I was like, okay, I think this is a good length. And I snipped it. And I I cannot believe you did that. It's right before your shower. So it's not like you could have like gone to the salon Mm -hmm. or wherever. No, it was very last minute to do. Well, I've been like meaning to make a haircut appointment for weeks and just time has gotten away from me. And now it's to the point where my hairstylist is all the way back in Columbia. And I was like, you know what? This is just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. Then the second thing I have to say is we need to brag on your dad because out of all the people in your house, you didn't go to your mom. You didn't go to your grandmother. You asked your dad to help you. I know. Well, he, okay. He was the only one in the house at the time and I needed it. It was one of those things. I needed it done right then and there. I couldn't wait another second, but honestly I saved, I mean, haircuts for women can get kind of pricey. I mean, I saved a good buck. I'm probably I actually not even don't even gonna, think you need to go back. I'm not even going to touch it up. I tapered it by no. my face. I mean, it I think looks it's fine. really, really good. Yeah. Haircuts out here in Dallas are like $120 and yeah. I just get my hair trimmed. It it's painful. It's crazy. And too, like I haven't had it colored since before my wedding. And a lot of people at my shower were commenting on my color and it's just because my natural has grown out. No, it looks really, really good yeah. right now. So I think I'm, I, I guess I'm trying to kind of go all brown. I think you should. I say I, that now. I say that now and I'm probably going to change. We'll just do it for a little bit and then yeah. you'll want to change your style or your look anyway. I feel like after the baby's here, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I want to do that cool mom, like chic Bob who knows probably not. don't do that. Yeah. You, that's another thing. When I cut the hair, I was kind of nervous that I went too short because I remember you telling me like, don't ever cut your hair when, you, when you're either pregnant or like postpartum to that mom, like cut. And when yeah. I cut it, I had cut like four inches at the time. And I was like, Oh my gosh, is this too short? Like, am I going to look even no, fatter? That- that's a good, that's a good link. I will say, I do understand why people do it, especially now in the phase that we're in Tipton's love is getting a little yeah. aggressive and he is really pulling my hair. So like I either, I either wear it up, but I do understand why the moms cut it because I mean, they're just trying to grab anything that they you can. think that's why probably. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he broke one of my necklaces. I, I really wanted those cute, like diamond mama necklaces. Yes. But I think I'm going to wait until, or like the nice initial ones, which actually Leah, my friend, I have to give her a birthday shout out. She got me a cute little tea. Um, yeah. And it matches my tattoo. It's like the same script. Um, it's super cute. It's yeah. But I, one day I want like one of the nice diamond ones. I'm like, I, I can't do that with him breaking my stuff right now. Right. You'll have to wait a couple of years because you're going to try again. Maybe round two round two. Yeah. Oh God. Not ready coming up, coming up. Okay. So my dump is actually kind of funny slash also awkward. So in the midst of us packing up all of our stuff, I was in the office working. We had the movers there moving everything and everything had, had essentially been cleared out at this point, except our master bed. So, um, one of the, the movers came and found me in the house and he was like, Miss Sanabria, I think there's something that you want to get from your bedroom. We found something, you know, for you. And I was like, what is he even talking about? Anyways, I go into the room and he like points over to the corner and it's my vibrator (laughs) (laughs) that they had found. I had had it under my bed. And honestly, Ruben had told me prior to them, my face is hot prior to them. My face is on fire. 
he had told me prior to them coming to make sure I get it, place it in an appropriate place in a box that had already been packed. And I just totally forgot. And so anyways, I'm in, I go into the room and I see it and I pick it up. And while I'm in there, mind you, four other movers are just standing watching me. And so I pick it up and I was like, okay, well, thank you. I'll, I'll take this now. And I walked out of the room, just like butt clenched. So awkward. I I went and found Ruben immediately. And I was like, how did you not tell me this? I totally forgot. I literally, it slipped my mind because so much was happening. But anyways, yeah, that's, that's honestly, <laughs> so, so they, yeah, that's a pretty Awkward. big one. Were they like trying to give you the courtesy of not paying attention? They didn't want to embarrass you or were they like, here it is, here's your vibrator. So two of them were just standing and staring straight at it. And two of them were just like, kind of pretending to like do like, cause it was literally only the bed in the room. Like I, they had just pulled it out from the bed and I was like, okay, well this is so, it was four guys in there. I was like, this is so awkward. I am so sorry. <laughs> okay. So that is very, very embarrassing and yes. super awkward, especially the fact that it's men. So a similar story happened to me, which I also have to point out that it's so funny that both you and I own vibrators because <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a lot of our friends have them and we're like, why, what are you doing? Yeah, well, agreed. I bought a vibrator because I had mastitis, which is, <laughs> uh, which is a clogged duck. And when you're breastfeeding, you get like really sick and the way to like get it out is to massage it. And I read that a vibrator or something like a, it, it's a good way to <laughs> stop. So, um, I was probably about three weeks postpartum. And again, that's when just your boobs aren't a sexual thing. They're just a hundred percent, the nourishment for your child. So my mom is still at our house. So actually maybe it was like two weeks postpartum. Right. So Sean and I went and bought a vibrator And then literally I come home, like just boobs out vibrator on just massaging it. And like, we're just sitting there watching a movie, like stop. Did it it feel good? It hurts. So it really does like massage. So is it massaging like the milk out? What's happening? Trying to break up your clogged duck. So like really what you have to do is sometimes (laughs) you go into the shower and you literally just squeeze and like it shoots out. It is weird. It's like the stuff you see in the movies. It's, um, it was not for me. Um, yeah, I got mastitis and then I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm out of here. Like, I don't want to be breastfeeding or doing any of this anymore. Um, (laughs) but talk about like putting your ego aside or your pride aside is putting a vibrator on your boob in front of your husband and your mom, just like sitting there watching an episode of friends. That is hilarious. Yeah. And then, so similar thing (laughs) happened to me. I had it left upstairs and like, after I had mastitis, like it just, I just left it upstairs. Yeah. Well, we had cleaners come to the house and they found it. They didn't tell me that they found it. It was like under the couch or something. I had like a breastfeeding station upstairs. <laughs> um, and they politely just left it on top of the table. So they touched it. They touched it. Oh, I know what you used it for initially, but they didn't, they did not <laughs> That's know. True. And they, they decided to touch it. That's, That's very bold. true. Yeah. They, were they probably wearing gloves. They were probably wearing gloves and maybe didn't want to call attention to it. Like your awkward men did. I don't know. They were giggling though. So it was like, I don't know. We probably had like four women come over and they were definitely giggling about it. And I can only assume that that's what 
they were talking about. Oh but you got to think cleaners and movers, they have to see some nasty stuff. So oh, yes. finding our vibrators is not the worst thing I would assume that they found. Well, it's nice to know that a vibrator has multifunction, mm-hmm. multi-purpose use. Um, I'm going to keep it on hand in case I get mastitis. You really should. <laughs> I hope you don't. It sucks. So I know that you weren't at the shower this past weekend, and I kind of wanted to just touch base on the fact that I was feeling really overwhelmed with all of the attention on me. I don't know what it is about being an adult and not wanting that spotlight. I used to Mm -hmm. love it when I was younger, when I was in high school, even in college, I didn't really mind it, but something about being older, more mature and with weddings, with baby showers, I get this, I get this feeling of like overwhelmness and nervousness, even anxiousness when everyone is like sitting around me, giving me all of their attention. Yeah. Well, I mean, on your wedding day, you definitely like that, that morning you were freaking out. You didn't want to have any champagne because you were scared. It was going to like trigger some more of your anxiety of just like you were, you were so worried about from what I can remember walking down the aisle and you're like, everyone's going to be looking at me. Yeah. I don't Which know. is what happens at weddings. Yeah. It's just like, I think the thing is now being older, having all this attention, you're having so many different people from many different pockets of your life come together in one setting. And you are the ground, you are the common denominator. Yeah. Everyone own they're only connected by you. So it's like a little bit of extra pressure, making sure that everyone feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. You feel, or like, I feel obligated to host at my own shower. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? So I even, I didn't really feel that at the actual wedding. I think at that point I was like, I'm trying to be married and yeah. I don't care. But at all the showers leading up to it, I felt completely awkward and one, two getting gifts is awkward anyway. Like even when I was little, you know, going to my grandmother's house, if my aunt would give me something. I'm like, my reaction better be really good. I hope I like this. Right. So when you're at your shower and you're getting 20 gifts, each reaction, which is so funny too, because if they're getting things off your register, you still have to like act surprised. You're like, I really wanted this. It's like, well, no shit. You wanted it. You registered for it. (laughs) Yes. And honestly, your reaction has to be like super extravagant because and, and genuine you want to come off genuine. genuine yeah so i do remember that and i had a virtual baby shower yeah but i even remember feeling awkward because again it was people and that, that's just an awkward thing anyway when you're having yeah. a party virtually yeah but i remember thinking i'm actually kind of glad i didn't have this in person because it is a little weird you want to be sure that everyone feels comfortable like you said you have different friends coming from different groups so a lot of the people don't they don't know everyone mm-hmm. so you've got your college friends that don't know your new friends so you want to be sure they're comfortable yeah but if then if you put yourself in your guest shoes they're not thinking about that they really yeah. are only thinking about you they want to be sure you're having a good time they people enjoy getting gifts and too just like knowing that everyone's waiting for your reaction and on the opposite Mm -hmm. side this is how I feel like you're kind of this way too but I love to shower people yeah I don't necessarily like to be showered I love to give people gifts to make them feel special but I don't like it the other way around. Don't get me wrong. I love a good gift, but you Mm -hmm. can Amazon it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Let (laughs) me open it in private. I want a genuine reaction to it. I don't want to feel obligated to like overreact. So like 
oh my gosh, you got me diapers. Right. Right. It is a weird concept too. Like let's gather everybody in one room, stare at you. And then you open the gifts. I feel like you're really good at, at like make, at, um, mingling, making sure everyone's comfortable, but you're right. When it comes to weddings, the biggest thing is just the reception, like maybe, maybe like right after, but like, once you get the alcohol flow in and you're like, after we said, I do, I was not even nervous. I was like, okay. I wasn't a good host. Like Sean and I didn't spend any time together. Our wedding, we pretty much separated after saying our vows. Yeah. Then he was off hosting saying, Hey to everyone. I was like, at this point I'm going on the dance floor. Yeah. We spent a lot of money. I'm going to enjoy it. Like there were definitely some people I didn't get to say, Hey to, which now looking back, I kind of wish we would have had it smaller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, you always look back in your wedding. You're like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. But the one piece of advice that you, I feel like got from other people and then passed it on to me was make sure you don't spend too much time mingling. Yeah. Because then you, especially with one person, like you get yeah. stuck talking to that one person. And then you look back, you're like, I was talking to uncle Joe for two hours of my four hour reception. Going back, I would have probably done something so different. We had a lot of friends that eloped and yeah. I'm like, you know what? That was genius. I know my dad, when I called him and told him that I was getting engaged, he was like, are you sure you don't want a check and y'all go elope somewhere? The amount of money I feel like that you spend on a wedding anyway is so crazy. Like again, the the whole day is super expensive, but the lead up prep to it. Like I started doing Botox right before my wedding (laughs) and I got it done right before my bachelorette party. I went to this nice dermatology office. The the doctor was stunning. Like Mm. she was wearing a really pretty dress that day and her white coat. And she walked in the door and I'm pretty sure I said like, can I look like you? Like, I don't care what you do. Just like make me look like you, which I'm sure she's like, I have a hundred units in my face. You got it. So we didn't even do the consultation. Mm -hmm. She just started poking me. I don't have a lot of money. So I'm checking out and the lady is like, that'll be, oh my God, that'll be like 625. And my broke ass is like, okay, one minute. Um, (laughs) I literally had to transfer from savings to my checking account to be able to afford this Botox that I probably didn't need yet. Yeah. I was 26. And then she went ham on my eyebrows. Oh my goodness. So during the bachelorette party, I had to do like soft smiles because I looked like Spock from you did. It was intense. And this is what, like three, four weeks before the wedding. So I'm like, I'm going to look like an insane person at the wedding. And I mean, now you can see too, like, I still get it done. Um, I love Botox now, so I don't, I, I do don't too. Care. You know it's what a- though? It's like, you start off getting, cause like, was your first time getting a ton of units? A ton of units. Okay. Yes. Because I feel like the first time I ever went, we started off like decent, I guess like medium where I did probably 25 units or something. And the injector had told me, you know, this is going to be something that you get addicted to. And I was so excited going in and Ruben was not on board with me doing it, but I was like, this is my face, Mm -hmm. my body women power women (laughs) right 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 right. (laughs) and he thought that like coming out of it I was gonna look similar to Kylie Jenner guys just have no idea what 
injectable, like Botox, for example, does not change your appearance. It just gets rid of the wrinkles. Well, so because anyways, you found that picture of you like raising your eyebrows and so bad. like Wowzer. And here I am now. I have that same right now. Well, you can't really tell in this lighting. No, yeah. It actually looks really good. It actually looks pretty good, but the, I haven't had it in forever. And anyways, um, we, I started off small and then after, after like three weeks, I was like, I need more. I know. Must I know. Get. Um, well, now I'm wanting like something done to my nose. I don't want like a full on nose shot, mm-hmm. but I want the, um, like the liquid rhinoplasty. Yeah. I just think I like want my nose to pop up. up. Yeah. I just, I, I don't like that. It kind of hooks down. Mm-hmm. So I will say, and I know I don't have like a, a horrible nose, but I hate my profile. I think I you asked me the last time I was there, you're like, Julie, is my nose should I do something to my nose? And I was like, yes, <laughs> you, like, I'm pretty, you no do yes. <laughs> well, it's not like I'm getting a full on nose job. I just want like a, I want a little, I, you want is, like a cute is, tip. You want a cute tip. I want a cute little tip that goes yeah. up. It is addicting. I think. Yeah. But it, as long as you do it tastefully. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm trying to be more smart about it because I will say I no longer go to that dermatologist. I'm trying to go to, um, still, I'm still going to nurses, but at like, um, spas that mm-hmm. run specials. Yeah. So I'm trying not to just throw out money whenever, like I'm trying, I'm only booking it when there's a special running yeah, or something like that. And you know, I get it maybe every four months. Yeah. Well, and they say like, once you start doing it, you're going to want other things, which is, and which I was such in denial about too, in the beginning, because Ruben kept telling me that, you know, once you start Botox, you're going to want this next. And I was like, no, I'm not. And now, now, you know, I started doing the lip flip and now Mm -hmm. I want the lips. Well, now I have to wait probably a year yeah, more, whatever or more. You, you can't do it until you're done breastfeeding. It, yeah. it is funny. Cause you started talking about the lips and I remember being like irritated. I'm like, why would she want to mess with her lips? Yeah. That's crazy. No, she needs to be natural. And then here I am. I've gotten my lips done now. Yeah. I love Which it. I'm I love smiling here. I'm like, I still look like a chicken, but, but it, it looks does. natural. Yeah. I just wanted when I smiled for my lip not to disappear. And so sometimes I think I don't look any different. The girl who did, who owns the spa that I went to, her fiance, even though she works there, she told me, she was like, he doesn't even know when I got something done. She's like, did you get your hair cut? I think men sometimes when it's done tastefully can tell something's different, but they're not yeah. sure what it was. So my grandfather, I, he said that to me, he was like, did you change your hair? I'm like, and I, I did, I had like changed the middle part, whatever, but I can't, I don't know if that's what he was noticing or if he was noticing lips because then yeah. like a week later, he, my mom told me that he was talking about, I think Courtney Cox or something, how she used to get all these fillers talking about how horrible she looked. And now my mom, you know, it's like keeping the secret, like Maggie's gotten her lips done. Well, they're that generation's so conservative. It's just like, oh my God, how could you put anything in your face? Right. Right. It's all the toxins. And I mean, I don't know, maybe when I'm 60, it's going to be like, my lips are going to be like maybe when I'm 60 I'm gonna get a facelift just like Sonia from Real Housewives of New York she looks phenomenal we'll start saving because I'm pretty sure she spent $75,000 on her face she definitely did so I'll start my piggy bank now yeah that's risky I feel like though it is yeah because what if it goes bad Exactly. You can't do anything about it. I am super pumped to start pumping up my face with all the injectables postpartum post breastfeeding. Yeah. You're going to look good. (laughs) I'm going to need all the help. If I'm I'm going to be overweight, I at least need to have a pretty face. So I went and got Botox still like very, very heavy. Yeah. Um, 
but you that have was, to have, you got to have something, something going for you. Yeah. If it's not your body, it at least needs to be the face. Yeah. So I, I did. Cause I, you know, I told you that I was so big. I look like a thumb. So I'm like, I at least need to, <laughs> I need to let's, let's get these eyebrows raised. Let's, you know, let's, let's get some work done here. So Sean is so funny. He told me, he was like, I don't even notice the difference. And then I showed him before and after I'm like, look at these brows. You don't notice the difference. Yeah. It looks, it looks way good. So maybe one of the other episodes, I mean, we've got some friends that are dermatologists. We could have them on and ask a bunch of questions. Cause I do feel like there is this bad stigma to Botox. Yeah. Um, maybe we can have one of on later. Yeah. And we'll get that friend discount code. Ooh, let's get it. Ooh, maybe we could do a giveaway with Botox. <gasps> That's a good idea. That's a fun one. Stay tuned, Ooh. you guys. Is the cost on us? Yeah. Oh, how giveaway works. All right. You're getting 10 units. Yep. <laughs> for $10. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning into episode five and come hang out with us next Thursday for your weekly pump and dump.